step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. into the Lombardi line. Brady Cannon here live with you at the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Michael Lombardi is alongside via Ocean City, New Jersey on a holiday Monday here post 4th of July. And of course, Michael, we were just talking about the match coming up on Tuesday, July 6th from Moonlight Basin Golf Club <laughs> in Montana. Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers taking on Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. And there's been a lot of line movement here. It opened in favor of Rodgers Rodgers and DeChambeau at minus 185. When we were talking about this over the weekend, it had come down to minus 160. Now it's back up to minus 170, even as high as minus 190 here at BetMGM. And I think the movement towards Mickelson and Brady was kind of off of the DeChambeau miscut and then also him getting rid of his caddy and maybe feeling he's going to be a little bit unstable. But I think your expertise here in this matchup, or the handicap rather, can be pointed towards Aaron Rodgers. What do you think his mindset is? Because if you look at kind of the social media and what we see on TV and everything, Aaron Rodgers seems to be in a great place. He's traveling to Hawaii. He's playing a ton of golf. I don't know how much he's worried about the whole Packer thing. What is your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and how he comes into this match mentally? And uh, can you use that either for, do you think it favors him or do you think it's a distraction? No, I think he needs to show everybody. I think this is a great opportunity for him to show everybody, especially the people in Green Bay, Mr. Murphy, Mark Murphy, the president of the Packers and Brian Gutekus, the general manager, that he doesn't care. I think this is a moment to get three and a half hours on video to show that he's willing to go for the long haul. I think he's going to do everything in his theatrical ability to portray a guy who doesn't care. And that indifference, remember, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. And so if he becomes indifferent, maybe that sends a message to Murphy. Maybe that sends a message to uh, Gutekus that, look, he's not coming back. We better trade him. I think that's the goal here. You would not sign up for that. I mean, we have not seen Deshaun Watson in forever. We even kept his agent hasn't said a word in a long time. And he was really producing most of the programming for the worldwide leader there for a while until all these allegations came out. And then it stopped. 
And now we don't know what's going on. But Rogers has the ability to control the narrative, and he will. He'll control it. And if I was Murphy and if I was Gutekist, I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't react to it. And I wouldn't let people put it in front of my nose and say, what did you think? The great answer would be, look, I didn't watch it. I didn't pay attention to it. My focus is on the Packers. And you said earlier in the program today, we were looking at that opening game of week one where the Packers will visit the New Orleans Saints, and there's quarterback questions for both sides. Will it be Taysom Hill for New Orleans, and who will it be in Green Bay? And you thought it would be Love behind center rather than Aaron Rodgers. Do, do you think Rodgers will end up on the move? Well, if you're going to fold, fold early. Why fold late? And I think to me, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you've made all these comments, you got to back them up with something. You're going to have to miss a couple games, right? I mean, what's the sense? You're going to have to put your you, – you can't just stick your little toe in the water like my man, you know, Dino and Leo did yesterday at the beach. You got to go all in, <laughs> you know. You're going to have to go all in and get wet. You're going to have to get – you're going to have to brave the elements a little bit. And, you know, and you could say, well, they changed their tune. That's why I came back. No, it's just another guy who was worried about missing game checks. And so I, that's why I think he's got to miss the first two games. And I feel like September, our mindset in September has to change, Brady. It also has to change from a betting standpoint because these games in September, they're going to be a little bit more of a, uh, let me say, a little leeway, a lot of areas where there you can add, uh, you know, you can find some upsets because I think teams are going to use September as part of the preseason. Michael, you also know the guy on the other side of the match pretty well, that guy Tom Brady, uh, mm-hmm. halfway decent quarterback. Uh, he's, a, he's a halfway decent golfer, too. I, I imagine his handicap is somewhere in the neighborhood of 12. He's not as good as Aaron Rodgers. But uh, knowing what you know about Brady and Rodgers, how would you handicap the golf match uh, from a psychological standpoint? Do you, do you give one guy an advantage? Would you bet on him one side or the other? I would always bet on Brady, finding a way, and Mickelson. And, and, and these scramble-type things, you always where it's really a shot a hole, you know, it's just that one shot a hole, and if he can make it, you know, with the altitude, too, we got to bring that up. You know that. I mean, the ball's going to carry real far. DeChambeau's going to hit it to the moon at Moonlight Basin. <laughs> this is the Lombardi Line. Welcome back in to all of those of you that are just joining us here now on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the Sports Betting Network. Brady Cannon and Michael Lombardi with you inside the Lombardi Line on a holiday Monday, talking a little football and golf here that will all come together at the Moonlight Basin uh, Golf Course in Montana on Tuesday. And I think it is an interesting discussion. And, and you know, now that we talk about it more and relate it to what's going on in football it's almost like somebody knew something a long time ago when they set this match up yeah I mean could it have been any better I mean really you would think initially Rodgers wouldn't want to play in it he wouldn't want to be asked all the questions I think the opposite I think he wants to ask to be asked the questions I think he wants to attack it I think he wants to tell people he's in for the long haul I think he wants to be indifferent he wants to show indifference to everybody that he's really unless things change and all his demands are met then he's not willing to move I think it's the perfect advertisement for him using the media to allow him to continue what he wants to do. And, Michael, we've talked about this before as well. Do you think there's something to the handicap here if you're going to try and pick a winner for this golf match? Do you think there's something to the fact that Aaron Rodgers might finally have a chance to beat Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that, you know, and plus I think DeChambeau's got to tune up his game for the British Open. I mean, you know, when you don't make the rocket mortgage uh, cut you know, after you just won the tournament, that I don't think your game's healthy, right? You're not your game's not healthy. I think DeChambeau probably left. You know, we can talk the caddy all we want, but I think he's went back and I think he's got to get back to where he needs to get it going before he lands on the other side of the pond and starts getting ready for the British Open in 10 days or or what is it? Yeah, 10 days away. So there's a lot at stake for both parties, I think, here. Yeah, no doubt about it. DeChambeau has not been in great form, even though for a moment there he had the lead at the U.S. Open in defense of that title, but then just completely unraveled. And I wrote about this again at vsin.com, the preview of the match. I think this will be a little bit of a sanctuary for him to get up in the great sky, the big sky country there in Montana and get away from the, the Brooks Kepka tweets and all of that stuff for a minute <laughs> and, and just play golf. You're right. He, he doesn't have a great history in the British Open. He, Michael, ultimately, 
ultimately my handicap comes down to the fact that I think a bear and a Mustang are much better suited for the big sky country than a sun devil and a Wolverine. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I, I definitely would agree with that. And, But, you know, the, this Mickelson's ability to make shots and his ability to create, you know, and Brady's competitiveness, although, you know, watching Brady the last time against Peyton, there were so many holes that looked bad. I, I'm going to go with the better golfer. I think I would go with Rodgers and DeChambeau. All right, very good. Game one of the NBA Finals, Michael, is tomorrow night as well, also taking place on the same day as the golf match, Tuesday, July 6th. This will tip at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern time in in Phoenix, where the Suns will host the Milwaukee Bucks. And right now for game one, the Suns are six-point favorites. That's up a little bit. It was five-and-a-half, now six-point favorites pretty much across the board. I don't know if I'm – I'm seeing one five-and-a-half at one casino still out here in Las Vegas, but six-and-a-half – or excuse me, six everywhere else, and 217 for your total, Michael. Yeah, I mean, look, I I think that number at six-and-a-half, I think we're we're not going to get a Giannis. And without Giannis, I'm worried about the over. I I think the over comes back into play because I think – that Lopez, now I think Lopez will play well in this game because, look, Lopez, you know, we forget Lopez is 33 years old, you know, and I think Lopez has an opportunity to get some rest, you know, and be able to, you know, get him body healthy. We've seen that, you know, that that line goes up 33, then he's down to 13. He doesn't, you know, it's because he's older. He doesn't look the same week in and week out. I think this is a game where, I would be surprised if both teams didn't play well and shoot well. I think the over is really in play here. And I like the Suns because I just don't think they have enough firepower to handle the guards. I think Crowder's experience, his toughness, I think he's going to make a huge difference for them. And Aiton can offset some of the things that, that, that Lopez was doing against Atlanta. And I'm counting on Booker to have a much better series. I mean, the Suns have given up 109 points or fewer in 13 of their 16 games this postseason. So, you know, if they don't have Giannis, even though I'm leaning over, that may make me want to come back under 217 because this is just the way the Suns play defense. Yeah, you know, I'm really high on DeAndre Ayton. I loved him when he was at Arizona in college, and I think this guy's really starting to mature, and and we've kind of seen it before our eyes here in this playoffs. I think he could be a really big factor, and and we spoke about this a little bit. He in that uh, finals MVP market was as high as 22-1 to a couple weeks ago, and then when the matchup was set there with the Milwaukee Bucks, he dropped to about 16-1. to Now, you and I both agree, Chris Paul, this guy's a heavy favorite for a reason to win the MVP, and if Phoenix wins this series, I think he'll probably get it. But I don't think Aiton is a, is a bad long-shot bet at all in that neighborhood, 16-20-1, whatever it is. The series price on Phoenix is minus 165 here at BetMGM. It's not a ridiculous price. No. Milwaukee on the take back at plus 145. What is your feeling here? Would you Do you think the dog is live, even though they are probably sans uh, Giannis? in game one at least, or do you like the favorite here? You know, I like the favorite only because I think this, I would like Milwaukee if Giannis played, but I just think Giannis is going to have a hard time playing at a high level of healthy. And I like the Suns to win in six. I like four to, four to two. I think that that's the way this will go because the Suns have been just so fortunate. And when you start writing down injuries in the NBA and most of these injuries are the opponents of the Phoenix Suns. And now they come into Milwaukee and, you know, and here they get Milwaukee without a 100% healthy Giannis and no bench. I mean, Bobby Portis goes in the starting lineup. Where are their bench points going to come from? So I like the Suns. I like the Suns bench a little bit better. Not that the Suns have a great bench, but Cameron Payne coming off is a good player for Chris Paul. And Chris Paul's inability to turn the ball over. I mean, Holiday's got to play really well. I mean, he had, what did he have, six turnovers in the last game against Atlanta and they won. Chris Paul doesn't do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Paul, he seems to have been kind of hot and cold ever since uh, he came back from the COVID protocol. Uh, But now he's had a couple of days to rest. And uh, obviously, Phoenix Suns backers coming, hoping that he comes back on a hot streak. And and I kind of think he will because it was a little bit touch and go there, you know, with the COVID and it kind of interrupted everything for him. He, he may have gotten out of game shape a little bit. He even said he didn't hardly even pick up a basketball or take a shot. And 
And now he yeah. may just be back in a rhythm again. We will certainly see on Tuesday yeah. night. A, a lot of these guys, Brady, a lot of these guys that have had COVID have really taken a while to get back into their groove. I mean, we've seen it all year. You know, it's just taken some time, and we don't know the level of – I mean, the NBA's done a horrible job of giving us any information as betters or as fans of what's actually going on. I mean, we don't even know – you know, you got to read some doctor's report about what is a hyperextended knee, how bad is it. You know, when I hear hyperextended knee, I think there's ligament damage in the knee, you know, because the, the knee has pivoted, you know. So it'll be interesting to see what Gian- – then I watch Giannis walk, and I think, well, maybe it's not that bad. Yeah, exactly. And you saw the injury and, oh, that that looked didn't look like it felt good. But then, like you say, you see him walking and he seems OK. Uh, we will see. You mentioned the Suns and six. If you want to pick the exact uh, series price here, you can do that. There is a market for that at BetMGM. And the Suns winning this four games to two is plus 450. And, Michael, I think this is a really cool offering, a little bit deeper down the menu here, a grouped series correct score. You, you can get two for the price of one here. And if you like the Suns in six, which you do, Suns win it four to two or in seven, that is the favorite in this market. So you, you get two choices, two scenarios, Suns in five, Suns in six, Suns in six, Suns in seven, whatever you want. I really like that Suns in six or Suns in seven for plus 150. Yeah, I do too. I think that I, I like this group series concept that they have going. I like it, you know, and I think they're going to get, you know, probably get some action on that plus 225 too, Brady on the four to one, four to two. You know, you pick it up both there. If you think there could possibly be a sleep sweep and, you know, and you get a sense of it in the first game, you know, that where you just see Milwaukee's just not ready to to play at a level. Look, I think both these teams are good teams. Both these teams have inconsistencies. Both these teams don't play well night after night after night. But Phoenix has played better than Milwaukee all throughout this. And their cornerstone has been their defense, their ability to get stops when it matters most. Michael, I also think they come from a better conference. Uh, you know, you look at like the AFC and the NFC in football, oftentimes I think you can make an argument that, that this team is, you know, they come from a stronger conference. I think the West, and it's been that way for a while now, uh, but I mean, you're going up against the Jazz and the Lakers and the Clippers, and, and not that the Warriors were any great shakes this year, but you look at the East, I, I think Phoenix, you know, it, it kind of comes from, uh, you know, the, the A team, and the East is, you know, kind of the B side. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I think they're battle-tested, and they've played all year. I mean, they have played all year. I mean, one thing, you know, they've had their moments, but Booker's played pretty much all year. Paul's had his injuries, and he's missed some time. But I think it's a cohesive group. This Phoenix Sun team, unlike a lot of these teams, haven't used load management. Really, they've been playing their players. And you and I both agree we like the coaching advantage, or, or we think it is a coaching advantage for Monty Williams and the Phoenix yeah. Suns. Uh, Michael, I also wanted to uh, talk about your point there, the grouping of the correct series score, Suns uh, in five or Suns in six. That's at plus 225. I think if you're making that bet, you're betting on Giannis being pretty banged up. And, and right. I don't know if that's the case. I, I think I'd be surprised if Giannis wasn't back for game two. I'd really be surprised if he wasn't ba- uh, back for game three. I definitely think he'll be back for game two. I think he's going to be out this one, but I thought he was trending in the right direction to play in a game seven. And then I read something today, somebody reliably wrote that, you know, they probably feel like he's another couple days away. We shall see. It wouldn't surprise me if tomorrow we learned he might play and that line will shift back down. But for right now, it looks like that line's reacting to him not playing. You've also got a market here for total number of games that is obviously kind of related here. Uh, you know, to your point, uh, Suns and five, Suns and six. Uh, you land on Suns at six. Uh, over five and a half games is minus 190. Are you that confident, Michael, that it's going to go six games to lay almost $2? I'm not confident in that at all. I don't, you know, because how can I be, you know, we're dealing with the unknown of Giannis. And, and I think that if he plays, he won't be 100%, but his emotional ability to lead his team back could certainly give them the spark, the spark that they need. So for me, I, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I, I'm not really over five at minus one, my five, nine and a half. I, I wouldn't, you know, and then if you think it's going to be a six under six and a half at minus 250, you really don't pick up much advantage there. 
Yeah, no, I, I, uh, that, that's a tough one for me, and and, and it's. Yeah, to your I, point. I think I lay away from that, Brady. I, I would. And, and I think uh, it's exactly like you say. We're not only dealing with the unknown of Giannis, but the injuries have been so prevalent throughout these entire playoffs that who knows where the next one might come from. Hopefully, it does not. Yeah. But uh, you know, it, it's hard to invest in something like that. I believe. Uh, because of that injury factor here at the South Point, Michael, uh, they must be uh, listening right behind me here at the uh, book. The total in the game has ticked to 217 and a half. This is our first movement yeah. we've seen on the total. I'm seeing 217 everywhere. So people listening there uh, over the loudspeakers here to you, uh, Michael, on the over here at the South Point. Yeah, I just think without Giannis, I mean, I think there were way too many layups that, that Atlanta could have gotten. Atlanta shot the ball, could have shot the Both games went over. Now, I know the Suns, like I said, have played better defense, and you would lean towards the under the way they play defense. But once again, I, I think this is going to come down to people trying to, you know, attack Milwaukee. And I think the Suns are going to score. Their offense has lulls at times during the games. I think it's going to be hard for them to have a lull if they can penetrate. And I think Booker and, and, and Booker and Paul can certainly penetrate. I think one thing that's going to be a big deal, and Thomas Gable talked about this too, uh, and it's going to be true in Milwaukee as well. These fans are, are really dying for some action here, some finals action. Yeah. The Phoenix Suns have never won an NBA title. It's been, uh, what, 50 years uh, since the Milwaukee Bucks have. So I think these buildings are going to be electric. And we try and handicap game one if these teams are going to come out uh, nervous and missing a lot of shots. I think the energy of that building – whether they start out slow or not, I think eventually that is really going to spur the Suns on, and I think you're going to see a good effort out of them uh, because I think that crowd is going to fuel a lot of it. You would have no doubt. I mean, they're going to get such energy from playing there. I would be shocked, you know. I mean, I'm sure the gorilla is going to make an appearance. It'll be <laughs> dunking the ball all over the damn place. I mean, you know, I mean, that's a hard place to play in there. And, you know, they've got some momentum. And, you know, look, they've got veteran leadership. they got Chris Paul on that team. There's not a lot of teams in this tournament, you know, with the guys that have been there before and understand what it takes to win in these kind of situations. So, for me, I, I think Paul gives them that leadership that they desperately need. All right. When we come back on the other side, we'll take a look at a few plays that I have for today and uh, this week. But uh, as far as hockey, are you going to do you have an, a strong opinion on this hockey game tonight, uh, which might be the final game in the Stanley Cup final? I, I, I'm not going to let I always believe past performance predicts future achievement. So I'm going to go with past performance. Montreal can't beat can't beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Haven't been able to beat them since April of 2019. And they have the best goalkeeper. So I'm going to go under hoping it goes to five and a half. And I'm going to I'm going to go with the Lightning. You know, it seems like in this series, and when we uh, when we see other series and other sports, uh, when you have a team down three to nothing, you often think, okay, l let's bet on the underdog here because they're facing elimination, they're at home, all that good stuff. It just doesn't seem like the Canadians have been able to f uh, solve the Lightning's uh, their their strategy at all, and the Lightning seem to be able to play whatever game Montreal wants them to play. Sure, you want to slow it down and play defense, that's fine. You, you want to score nine goals, fine. We, we, we got you any which way you want to put it out there for us, Michael. No doubt. No doubt. And I mean, that's the mark of a great team, right, Brady? You want to play any way you want to play. If you, if you, when we know we have to do something, we do it. That gives you a lot of problems. I mean, that's why I like the Lightning strong tonight. Looking to hoist their second straight cup, the Tampa Bay Lightning and defending champs, a minus 160 favorite on the road here at BetMGM. We'll be right back with more. It's the Lombardi line here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. 
Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts welcome to 500 greatest songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man. It's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there, and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Michael Lombardi with you, and we'll see if we can make it make sense, Michael. A couple of plays from both of us today here, and we've discussed a few of these already throughout the program. I uh, like the Phoenix Suns to win the series over the Milwaukee Bucks. I was able to get that at minus 170. It's as high as minus 190 now, I guess, at Thomas Gable's shop there at the Borgata in Atlantic City. Uh, we talked about Rodgers and DeChambeau versus Brady and Mickelson. Uh, for me, Michael, you know, the minus, nine, minus 190, minus 180, minus 170, that's all too expensive. Although I do think it's the right side. If I could get minus 150 or less, I might actually bet on this kind of, you know, for fun novelty golf match that they're going to play tomorrow in Montana. But I kind of equate it to you, you go to the car dealership, Michael, and you know it's a nice car. You know you're going to love it. You know mm. you're going to it's going to drive real nice. But you say, sir, I'm not going to pay 40 grand. I'll, I'll do it for 37. Yeah, but then he tells you no, thank you, and you walk out of the store. You don't <laughs> and, get and the then car. I, then I pass. Then I pass, and I don't yeah, bet the you, match. And, and uh, that and that's probably the most important thing you can learn. In, in anything, is you've got to be willing to walk away from a table. And I think that's really what Aaron Rodgers is going to try to demonstrate. I think that's really what his modus operandi is. He, he's, he's probably perturbed you won't take the bet at where it is, but he wants to show the people in Green Bay that he's indifferent, that he's willing to walk away from the sport he loves based on principles, which I have no idea what they all are about. 
It's very interesting that you bring up that storyline there because I never thought of that, that he was going to maybe actually use this to his advantage. And and I hear you loud and clear. It makes sense. Uh, but very interesting. We'll see how that goes up in Montana uh, tomorrow afternoon between Brady and Mickelson and DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. I do like one baseball play today, and I'm going back to the Minnesota Twins. I was on them on Sunday, and I'm going to try it again against the Chicago White Sox. They're an underdog, a small home underdog here, Michael. And Bailey Ober, uh, we haven't seen a whole lot out of this pitcher just yet, but I think you're going to realize that this guy's pretty darn good. And on the other side, Dylan Cease, you know, his record looks real sexy at 7-3 and three for the Chicago White Sox, but I really think he's kind of doing it with smoke and mirrors a little bit. His ERA is close to 4. His XFIP uh, is close to 4. So I, I think the Twins at home are going to keep this game competitive, and uh, I like them in the uh, role of the underdog here. Well, you know, there you go. I mean, look, uh, the White Sox kind of let, let me down the last two games. You know, usually against left-handed hitters, they play pretty well. You know, so I'm always uh, – you know, I'm always in the. I'm always thinking the White Sox are going to jinx me. But I, you know, as you know, the Twins have have the ability to strike and play well. So I'm with you on this one, Brady. I like. You know what I like today? I like the Braves. Okay. I yeah. like the. I like the Braves today on the money line. I like the Braves to you know. Uh, to be able to win their game. Freed's on the mound. Even Freed had a walk-off home run the other night. So, you know, I'm going to go with the money line on them and uh, feel like the Braves will, will get this one for me. Oh, you're laying the one and a half on the runs line, huh? Yep. I'm going to go with the run line against the Pirates. I think so. I really do. Well, and it's a short price to minus 120 uh, for them to win by two runs there. Now, obviously, you know, you want to temper that. You know, you, this is probably not something you want to make a habit of doing that on the road. But you're talking the Pittsburgh Pirates here, Michael. Uh, obviously, <laughs> this organization has struggled for a while now. And uh, I hear you. And the Braves have started to heat up, making that uh, yeah. race in the National League East pretty interesting. Um, and this is another one you share with Will Hill. Now, Will is on the Giants and Kevin Gaussman. Uh, he yep. didn't lay that big price all the way up to, you know, better than minus 215 here, I believe, currently at BetMGM. But uh, you like the under in this ballgame. Even though it's even though it's seven and a half, I still like the under because I think Gaussman has is, is really been good. I think when you look at the Cardinals, uh, when you look at the Cardinals uh, uh, bats, they haven't been able to really hit the ball. So, for me, I, I think the under still in play at seven and a half. Well, look at some of these numbers. You've got Gaussman at eight and two on the year. His ERA is under two. His WHIP is under one. And you look on the other side here, Kim, two and five on the season. If you consider St. Louis, maybe getting a couple of wins there is not all that bad. But his ERA close to four, and his WHIP is really bad at almost one and a half. And maybe that has you thinking, well, you know, the Giants are going to score some runs. Now I'm with you, and I think the total, the odds maker's telling you something there. It's seven and a half for a reason. Yep, no doubt. And, and you know, I just think that goes with the Cardinals' bats being somewhat silent, the Giants getting good pitching. You know, I'll go with the under there. We'll see what Josh Applebaum has to say. He'll read oh, the market no. for us. Are, are you ready, man? Maybe a little I'm steam? ready for those hot dogs. We'll see if he's got a <laughs> recap of the hot dogs. He will. He will for sure. He was all over that. Josh Applebaum coming up next. Our market insights reporter here at VSIN, the sports betting network. any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all for free and available now at vsin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
It is the Lombardi line and time to bring in Mr. Applebaum, host of the Market Insights podcast, which, of course, you can find at vsan.com slash podcast. Josh, good morning to you. Uh, I hope you had a good Fourth of July. And boy, that hot dog con, uh, eating contest. I mean, Joey Chestnut, he nailed everything. He covered all numbers. He won, covered, went over the total. What did you what did you get from that? Did you have some fun with it? I had a lot of fun, guys. Brady and Michael, it's great to be with you. Happy 5th of July here today. But, uh, yeah, the GOAT, Joey Chestnut, it's just kind of like, guys, can you bet against him? It's unbelievable uh, winning it again here for the 14th time. And I think a couple things. The juice was on the under there, guys. You know, we joke about it, but this is something you can bet on. These are the little things you want to you keep an eye out for. There was juice to the under. Remember, the under at one point was plus uh, 150, 73 and a half hot dogs. Got down to even money, plus 100. But really, the GOAT, guys, he did it. He went over that number, I think. Uh, the weather report that we were talking about yesterday, the fact that it wasn't so hot and humid, maybe that was a signal there that you, you couldn't bank on that to keep him under that number. Uh, but then also, guys, um, again, uh, my guy Jeffrey Esper, remember our, our Michael, our vocational teacher uh, in Massachusetts, 46-year-old, wore a Red Sox cap. He also came through in that head-to-head matchup against Darren Breeden, minus 125 to minus 155. So overall, Michael, uh, it was uh, it, uh, the GOAT. We can't bet against him. It, Chestnut's just unbelievable. It is. I mean, I, I, I just remarkable. I mean, I don't know how the heck the guy does it. I have no idea how he can eat that many hot dogs. 70, 76. And then the fact that I like about it, Josh, is he, you know, he didn't have to. You know, he was what, what, you know, he was, he beat the over, he beat the line or the dog line, whatever the heck it is. He beat that by a ton. Yeah, I think it was 20, unbelievable. 22 and a half, and he beat the next closest guy by about 26 hot dogs or something like that, Josh. I, I think the real handicap is what is Joey Chestnut doing today? Yeah, oh, Michael. I think he's sitting he has back. Left the bathroom. Yeah, I don't think he's left the bathroom. There's no chance. There's no chance. I don't think he would risk not leaving the bathroom. I think that'd be the real issue. Josh, talk to me about some hockey. We may have the final game, unfortunately, of a series here, the Stanley Cup final. The Tampa Bay Lightning up three games to none on the Montreal Canadiens, and we've seen a little bit of a tick towards the favorite here at BetMGM, now all the way up to minus 160. Josh, what are you seeing in the market for game four tonight in Montreal? Brady, much of the same here. I think you're looking at a spot where it looks like the wise guys are saying to themselves, we got a Lightning team that looks incredible, is playing great, They've won and covered the puck line in all three games this series. And again, you know, the value of getting a team like Montreal, uh, you know, a very uh, mentally tough team at home, getting plus money, force elimination. We haven't seen any bite on the Canadians here. This line movement has been further toward Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay opening around minus 140, steamed up to minus 155. We have seen a couple system matches, which would fit if you want to sweat uh, Tampa Bay tonight. Favorite with a line move. Just as long as the line goes toward that favor, the team expected to win with some action in their favor. 31 and 18, 63% this playoffs. And in particular, Tampa Bay has cashed in this spot quite a bit. They're 13 and six overall as a favorite, 68%. But when the line goes toward Tampa Bay, when they're favorite and the line goes in their favor, they're seven and one here. So when you've had this respected wise guy action uh, really getting down on Tampa Bay, it's been pretty predictive so far, seven and one. The other thing, guys, you know, I was looking at the bet splits here from our friends, friends at BetMGM. This was notable, Michael. This is kind of that low bets, higher dollar situation that we like to see. 63% of the bets are on Tampa tonight. Uh, but again, you know, this isn't really a, a public play per se. Hockey is a much lower bet sport. So I don't think it's the same 63% you might see in an NBA playoff game. But 63% of the bets, but 76% of the money on Tampa Bay here. Uh, so line move to Tampa Bay. I'd be looking at Tampa Bay, Michael. And I know you and I, if we can find that hook on the five and a half, I think we're leaning under, right, Michael? Is there any five and a halfs out there, Josh? I was going to ask you that. Can you find any or is it just offshore books? Uh, it's kind of some global books have it. the other thing I would recommend you can find the five and a half. So the interesting thing is this five over is juiced up over again. We had nine goals last time. You know, typically you see these lower scoring games where you have, you've had the over, I think two and one so far this series, but it's five, a lot of over minus minus one twenty five. If you look at your alternate lines or when you go to your sports book, your app or your computer, click a little plus sign next to some of these odds. It may drop down a bigger selection of bets. That's where you're going to find your five and a half. I found a five and a half under minus one fifty. It's a little pricey here, but if you want to play this, you know, late series type trend to the under, that could be the hook play that you want. You know, Michael, it was earlier in the program, uh, about an hour ago exactly, that we had Thomas Gable on from the Borgata. You could just punch up your little uh, BetMGM app there. Uh, he felt it would go to five and a half. If you recall, he felt uh, that it was headed towards the over. So uh, if you're patient here, of course, it'll go at 8 p.m. Eastern time for the puck drop. But maybe you'll see a five and a half out there at uh, Gable's joint. 
That's a great point, Brady. And I think here's the other thing. Train your 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 brain when you're betting on sports to think of like a juice number that it's not going to exceed. One anytime the juice gets, you know, typically on a hockey total like minus 135, minus 140 maybe, you know, nothing much higher than that, but usually once you see that that kind of inflection point, then it's going to tick up to five and a half. So great point by you, Brady. If you're looking for that five and a half, you might as well wait it out. The juice is to the over telling you it may rise to five and a half. Josh, Michael and I have been talking about uh, game one of the NBA finals that will get underway on Tuesday in Phoenix with the Suns hosting Milwaukee. And we've seen the line tick towards the Suns, towards the home favorite there. And and I think, uh, you know, a common refrain that Michael and I have been discussing, that line seems to be res- uh, reflective of the fact that bookmakers are expecting Giannis to not be in the lineup. What are you taking from that line and what kind of movement are you seeing? I'm with you guys. I think if we had seen, and the opener here was five and a half. If we saw that five and a half get down to five, four and a half early, that would be an indication that you probably think Giannis may play. But the fact that the early, early move there was immediately to the Suns, minus five and a half to minus six, that tells me as of now, it doesn't look like Giannis will play. Uh, again, we're going to have to see uh, you know, how long this injury is going to keep him out of play. But you do have Phoenix matching a couple systems here. Short faves minus six or less in the NBA playoffs this year, 37 and 23 against the spread, 63%. Also, Suns 11 and 5 ATS overall and 8 and 3 ATS as a favorite, 72%. So the Suns in this spot with a line move in their favor as a favorite at home, done very well. And Michael, I really like this series ticket, the minus 190 now for the Suns to to win this uh, this matchup here. They're rested, t- big layoff here. You know, Chris Paul said he had a hand issue. He's feeling better. Uh, but what do you think, Michael? Who do you have to win the NBA title? I got Phoenix, and I like them in six, but I think rested is one thing, but they always seem to go against a team that gets hurt. You know, they have really been a ma- – it's a magical carpet ride. I mean, they have been the fortunate son, uh, the fortunate sons, and they've been able to play these teams. And, you know, look, let's face it. I mean, do I think these are the two best teams in the NBA? No, but they're one of them's the most healthiest. The Fortunate Sons, I like that. Very good. All right, we'll come back on the other side and get Josh's thoughts on baseball. And I also want to, Michael and I have been talking about week one in the NFL, Josh. Take a look at some of those point spreads for week one. See if you've seen any movement in the market here in July. We'll come back on the other side with Mr. Applebaum right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts welcome to 500 greatest songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, What? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Get in the ring with BetMGM, the king of sports books. Sign up today and win $100 when you place a $1 wager on the notorious one, Conor McGregor, to get his revenge in the main event on July 10th. That's coming up this weekend. Simply use the bonus code VSIN100 when you place your bet to take advantage of this knockout offer. Enjoy fight night more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., and West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee. 800-889-9789. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. We roll on here inside the Lombardi line, and we continue with our man, John. Josh Applebaum. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. And before we get to some football, we were mentioning that at the end of the last segment, Josh, we wanted to take a look at week one in the NFL. And if you've seen any line movement uh, significantly one way or another, what about the diamonds today? Michael likes the under with Kevin Gaussman taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. Will Hill was also on the side of the Giants. I am on the uh, Minnesota Twins and uh, Bailey Ober taking on the Chicago White Sox. They're a little bit of a home dog there anything uh, you like on the diamonds for your holiday Monday Josh yeah got some overlap with you guys so number one I'm with Will Hill on the G-men here and Michael I do like your under two if you're getting the hook with a seven and a half uh, but we have seen San Fran big move towards San Fran and we, we talked about this yesterday favorites are absolutely dominating Major League Baseball right now they're cashing since June 1st at around 65% clip before that they're on 55% so as soon as the weather started to heat up favorites have really heated up so just keep that in mind doesn't mean you bet every favorite but right now, Chalk is doing very well in Major League Baseball. But San Fran, guys, big move at home. I think it's a big matchup here. Advantage to Kevin Gosman. has got a great ERA, great one-loss record. And San Fran, uh, they went open at minus 180. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 220. We've seen these non-division home favorites do very well this year, 63%. The G-men are also 21-5 and at home as a home favorite, one of the best records in baseball. They matched lefties 15-9 and going up against Kim today. They've also been very good at home, 26-11. and where St. Louis has struggled on the road, 18 and 26. So I'd be going uh, G-men there, guys. The other one that caught my eye is the Chicago Cubs. Cubs have lost nine straight. They've been really, really struggling here. But this could be a spot where uh, you may see a bounce back uh, performance from the Cubbies. They're at home against the Phillies here. This is Zach Davies against Matt Moore. And I think you got an advantage here toward Davies. Matt Moore's been getting knocked around quite a bit this year. But buying low on a team that lost nine straight, you kind of scratch your head and say, do I really want to lay a minus number with a team that's really scuffling right now? But Chicago Cubs open around minus 127 at home, guys. It's going to be under the lights at Wrigley. They're all the way up to around minus 140. So you've seen a move here toward the Chicago Cubs. They've been good against lefties 13 and 10, 27 and 13 as a favorite, and also 26 and 13 at home 
Philly has struggled on the road 15 and 26. So uh, both the G-Men and the Cubbies here will take it in some action at home, guys. I, I, I like the G-Men on the under. Can I, can I have – you like that one too, Josh? I like that one. You know, Michael, I do. M- Michael, Josh, what do you think of this? He, he's getting a little risky today. He's going to lay the Braves on the runs line on the road at Pittsburgh. Uh, are you seeing any movement there in that game? Ooh, I like that one. Michael. Big. That was another one. I got a big. There's a lot of big steam moves today, guys. I'll, I'll admit to you. Again, this is another one, Michael. Minus one seventy up to minus one ninety here for Atlanta, and you also have Pittsburgh, who's really struggled against lefties. I think they're what are they like five and fourteen overall this year. And here's a situation where if you don't want to lay that money line, minus one one eighty, minus one ninety ish. The minus one and a half is minus one fifteen. You're pretty much laying the juice there. So I think you're leaning on the bats of Atlanta to really get to this kid, uh, chase the young here. But Michael, I'm with you. Let's go Braves by two or more. Josh, uh, let's there talk. Let's talk about those uh, week one lines in the NFL. And I know you're a big Patriots fan, so you know take your heart out of it. We ju- we just want the objective answer here. What what kind of movement have you seen for the Patriots opener in week one? Yeah, so right now, guys, uh, to me, when you're looking at these lines really early on, just be a little careful here. There could be injuries, things change, the market's still low, but I always look at these early movements, you know, kind of over the summer when no one's really looking at the betting lines for NFL. We can't wait for the season to start, but recreational bettors aren't betting week one right now, so it tells me these early moves are most likely coming from respected bettors who have power rated a number different from what the odds makers are offering. So, Michael, love your take uh, on the first game uh, of the year here, the Dolphins going to New England. Remember, the Patriots uh, won this opener same spot last year, week one, where Cam Newton looked pretty good. They covered and won that game at Foxborough. But, Michael, we've seen movement toward New England. They open around minus two at home, very short number. They've been taken up to minus two and a half. Uh, always have the key numbers in the back of your head. If this gets to three, you're probably going to see some buyback on, on, the, uh, on the Dolphins at plus three with a key number divisional dog. But early movement toward the Patriots here, Michael. Do you agree with that? And would you take the Pats if it's below three right now? Oh, well, of course I agree with it, Josh, not because of my son works for the Patriots or that I love Bill <laughs> Belichick or that I worked for the Patriots. I mean, dismiss all that bias that goes wrapped into that. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not betting Tua. You're not getting me to bet Tua. I'm not betting a guy who plays Arena League football. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. Now, if he proves to me he can throw the ball down the field, he proves to me he can escape, he proves to me he's pr- he can run faster than his 4-8 time that he looks like he runs, if he proves to me he can throw the ball in the pocket, I'll be sold. I, I Look, I'm, I'm willing to have changed my mind. I'm willing to change my mind. I'm not going to change my mind unless I see it. I'm not going to pick up the paper and tell me that two is having a great camp when I know I need to see it first. So my whole point this year, starting with the September one boycott of steam is I, unless I see it, I'm not buying it. You know what? So Josh, of course I'm buying it. You guys, I, I just realized I, I have been set up here quite a bit. Stephanie Kamershack, <laughs> Josh Applebaum, Michael Lombardi. This is a, a, a Patriot uh, heavy town here inside the Lombardi line. I feel like an outsider. No doubt. No doubt. No, but, but, but one thing you'll get with me, Brady, uh, you know, I mean, Steph, Steph too. And I think Josh, you know, is we, we're honest. I mean, we admit, you know, Cam can't throw the ball. Either, you know, but I think the defensive changes that they've made, and I do think this this line movement isn't much a reflection of New England. It's kind of a deflection of Miami. And I don't know if people think, you know, Miami had all those high hopes. All those guys Miami signed last year. The only one left is Byron Jones. I mean, you talk about having one of the worst off-seasons in all of football. Poor Stephen Ross. He gets divorced. He's got the Hudson Yards during, the, during the, uh, the virus where a real estate market goes kaput. He spends all this money on his Miami Dolphins. Do you wonder why they spent no money this year? Because they spent it all last year. There's some fiscal responsibility. So I think this number is a reflection of that more than anything. And Josh, you kind of alluded to this too, that this primary pri- primarily is probably sharper betters here in July for NFL week one. And not only to Michael's point, people jumping on the Patriots or fading the Dolphins, but they're also grabbing a number here. And you talked about it being under three. And that's where you want to be. It's not like they're they're hopping on the three and taking it up to three and a half. You're probably not yet going to see that happen. It may come later. But right now they're taking uh, what they feel is a good number, less than a field goal there. Let's talk about the Tennessee Titans. They will be hosting the Arizona Cardinals in week one. And they're getting a little love too, Josh. Uh, uh, again, playing that number under a field goal. 
Yeah, great point by you, Brady. And this is just so important when you're betting the NFL because key numbers are, as we say, they're key because you look at the most common margin of victory in football. We know this. It's three points because the most common method of scoring is the field goal here. Also, key numbers, you know, with around the seven, uh, the 10, you know, these are all important. But three is so monumentally important. And you're right, Brady. You know, these early numbers, I think with the Patriots are saying, hey, as long as it's under three, you know, we're moving the number toward New England. We're seeing with the Titans that you may be late to the party at this point because a lot of a lot of these books open Tennessee minus two and a half at home. We're showing Tennessee two and a half on the screen, but a lot of these books are ticking up to minus three. So a big thing here would be Michael Julio Jones, you know, maybe affecting the the line a half point there. We expect him to be a big addition to that offensive uh, you know weaponry there for Tannehill. But this would be a spot where it, it really you're playing the number of a team at home. And remember, week one, a lot of dogs do well, a lot of uncertainty. Uh, you know, the playing field's pretty level at that point. But early movement toward Tennessee, Michael, you're now at three. So to me, if you miss the two and a half, it's a waiting game. Does it go to three and a half? Does it go to two and a half? But early on, Michael, would you still be? Would you still wait, lay the three with Tennessee, or do you think, hey, you missed the two and a half? Maybe we'll wait this one out over the summer. Well, I think I would wait this one. I, you know, I want to see what Arizona looks like. I want to watch them a little bit. They're a team I target. I, you know, I, like I'll give you the Denver, the Giant game. Denver opened up a point favorite. It's been bet to the Giants. I think it's back down to back down to even, Josh, on my board. So, you know, that's one that I want. You know, and I think a lot of that has to do with the quarterback, the uncertainty of Denver's quarterback. But in that game, in the Arizona game, I need to watch them on defense to see. You know. They have, you know, all these older players. Is Chandler Jones even going to be suited up for the game? I think there's a lot of uncertainty, and especially when it comes to Arizona's defense, which I think Vance Joseph is the guy on the hot seat there. I don't. I think, you know, when you've got when you've invested in Kingsbury and the quarterback Murray, it's hard to replace him. You can replace the defensive coaches easier. You know, my first reaction to that game, guys, and Josh, you've seen this. Uh, thinking about you mentioned Tennessee's defense and also Arizona's defense. I see this game going over the total and look at the total. It's at 51, 51 for the opener, all the way up to 51 and a half now. And I'm even seeing a 52, Josh. That's a great point by you, Brady. Yeah, we've immediately yep. seen this this total tick to the over here, maybe a higher scoring game, 51 up to 52. I know we're up against it, so let's fit in one more game real quick, Michael. Your take on the Chargers in Washington. Young Chargers team, Herbert going into year two, had a good draft against Washington with Fitzmagic here. Great defense, but we've seen an early move toward the Chargers. It was a pick em type game. You're now up to Chargers, minus one here across the board. So, Michael, any lean on or early thoughts on that game? I think this is a reflection of how much people like Herbert. I think Staley's getting a lot of love on Coach of the Year. I think there's a lot of things moving in the Chargers' favor, and I think that's why this line's going there. I'd be worried about that one, Josh. I mean, let's not discount the Redskins just yet. I mean, they were a division winner. I know it's probably the weakest division in football, but, uh, you know, you talked about it. Week one, it, it, it's such a guessing game, uh, but I certainly wouldn't count out Ron Rivera and the Washington Redskins as a home dog right now. Uh, you guys have a great rest of the week. I, I believe I'll see you on Thursday, Mr. Applebaum, and uh, you enjoy a little time off, huh, Michael? Thank you. Yes, Brady, I'll be back a week from Thursday, so I'm going to take a little R&R &R and I'm going to enjoy my grandkids running around, you know, and hopefully I don't pull any hamstrings or dislocate my kneecap here. <laughs> Hyperextend one. Yes, indeed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, John. We'll miss you, Michael. Have fun. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, guys. You got it. Next up, stick around for the nuts. We go down to Circa with Mike Palm and Amal Shah right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.